0: Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince, who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, She finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen. To forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Listen Within, a novel of discovery and finding true self, written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter Three higher self. Why was I so scared to ask that question? It was a simple enough question. I probably wouldn't hear an answer anyway, I thought. What am I thinking? If Hendrik can do it, so can I, right? I went outside to clear my head, walking around the backyard, inspecting for any signs of spring. I hope my flowers started to sprout soon, but we could get snow here up until May. So stay warm and dry, little flowers. You have another few months. Thinking about spring put me in a better place, and I finally made the decision to ask the question. I went back inside, grabbed a glass of water, and sat at the kitchen table. I sat up straight and formal, as if my higher self was sitting across from me. Then I cleared my throat. <coughs> So, higher self, I'm Evie. Oh, but I guess you know that already. Hendrick said that I'm supposed to ask you what my perfect job is, and that you will tell me. So, here it goes. Higher self, what is my perfect job? I sat and waited. And waited. Nothing. I waited a little longer. Still, nothing. I looked up at the ceiling. I'm listening. How come you're not saying anything now? When I don't want to hear you, I do. But when I do, you have nothing to say? I knew this was crazy. It might work for Hendrick, but it surely wasn't working for me. I pushed myself away from the table with a huff. I didn't even know why I was so mad. I knew this was crazy. I just needed to think about this some more and I could figure it out by myself. I always did. I felt the need to start cleaning, which I could admit I didn't do often. I walked down the hall to the junk room. Since I couldn't go to the gym, I could turn this into my home gym. I pushed the door open and became instantly overwhelmed. How did I get so much stuff? I asked myself aloud. I walked out, thinking I couldn't handle this mess now but something made me want to turn back. Fine. Let's start small. I walked back into the room, looking for the smallest box to go through. Ooh, that's a good one. As I leaned over, I knocked over a few boxes, and all of my old painting stuff fell out on the floor. Crap. Look at this mess. I gathered all the brushes, putting them back into their case. Following the narrow pathway through the room, I then noticed a few canvases leaning up against the wall. As I thumbed through them, I found a half-started painting. Hey, this isn't too bad. As I stared at the painting, I wondered why I had ever stopped. I used to love getting caught up in all the colors, being outside, painting sceneries. But painting didn't pay the bills. I put the canvas back, grabbed the small box, and brought it back to the kitchen. What is this stuff? Pens, staplers, chunk. Jeez, this is from my old desk two jobs ago. I removed the stapler and threw the rest into the trash. Hmm, that felt rather good. I went back in and looked for another box. As I was squeezing through, I slammed my knee into my old painting easel. Ah! Shit, that hurt. I picked the easel up running my fingers over the worn wood. This used to be my grandmother's easel. Just thinking about her brought a smile to my face. She had been an amazing artist. No formal training, just pure, natural talent. I'd always hoped to be as good of a painter as her, but it hadn't worked out. I would needed to make a living. My grandparents had basically raised me and played integral roles in my life. My grandmother gave me the love of painting, and my grandfather the dedication to hard work. I pulled the easel, canvases, paints, and brushes all out, stacking them up in the living room. Maybe I could sell these. They were still in fairly good shape. I sauntered back into the junk room and cleaned out a few more boxes. So now there was a real walkway into the room. Purging felt really awesome. Somehow I I felt lighter. Enough for now. Tomorrow was another day. I wanted to really cook tonight. But what to have? As I looked in the refrigerator, I heard, Salmon with a side salad. Wait, had I said that, or had I heard it? Great, now I couldn't even trust my own hearing. Regardless, I was feeling fantastic. Music on, a great glass of wine, and I was cooking like a real champ. The house smelled delicious, too. Let's do this up. I put a setting for one at the dining room table and enjoyed my wonderfully cooked salmon with a perfectly dressed salad. I glanced over at my painting stuff again. Wonderful memories of my first show flooded back into my mind. Grandma had been so proud of me even though she had only been one of a handful who had shown up. It hadn't mattered to her. She had just been happy that I'd taken the chance, put myself out there, and let people see the real me. (laughs) The real me. I didn't know if it was the wine or the music, but I got the urge to paint. Rummaging through the junk room, I found the drop cloth. Then I set myself up in the living room to look out the window for inspiration. My paints had survived. Kind of. I took out a few tubes, put some paint on my palette, and began to mix. As I swiped the brush into the paint, I got a tingling sensation on the top right side of my head. (laughs) Whoa. I guess I'd had more wine than I'd thought. Painting was like riding a bicycle. I got into the flow immediately. It was such a freeing experience. I floated through the night, painting non-stop. When I paused to look at what I had done and to grab another sip of wine, I realized it was three in the morning. Smiling, I recalled how I would always lose track of time when I painted. Let's call it a night. Looking around, I noticed how much of a mess I had made of myself. Paint was all over me. So I closed things up, meticulously cleaned my brushes, and then headed for the shower. The water felt amazing. Every droplet hitting my skin felt like it was electrified. I normally become relaxed when I'm showered, but tonight, I could feel energy running through me. When I was done, I got out, dried off, and then pulled a sleep shirt on. It was all I could do to brush my teeth before I passed out. At almost 10 a.m., boy, that was some good wine, I headed into the kitchen and made some coffee. Then, as I waited, I walked into the living room to turn on the news. There, against the wall, sitting on Grandma's easel, was one of the best paintings I had ever painted. I just stood there and stared, looking at the details, the colors, the composition. I need to buy more of that wine, I thought to myself. I was lost to my thoughts when I heard my phone ringing from the bedroom. Running up the stairs, I lunged for the phone, slid onto the bed, and picked up just before I crashed onto the floor on the other side. Hello? I said on a laugh, half out of breath. Evie, well, you sound better, Hendrick complimented. Hey, Hendrick. I was just calling to check in on you. I wanted to make sure I didn't freak you out. (laughs) I laughed and told him, No, you didn't freak me out too much. But I did want to tell you that I asked the question, but I didn't hear an answer. So I guess it doesn't work for me. Don't give up. Sometimes you have to give it time. Well, it's out there. But I'm not waiting. I can figure this out on my own. Hey. Do you still drink wine? A little. Why? he asked. I had this amazing bottle last night. It was so good that it got me back into painting. I painted the most amazing picture last night, thanks to that wine. Hold up. You did what last night? he interrupted. I didn't know you knew how to paint. I gave Hendrick a quick recap of what had happened but he kept on stopping me, asking for more details. Why are you so interested in what happened? I probed. Do you not realize that you did receive your answer? He asked in a way that sounded like a declaration. What? But I didn't hear anything. You don't always. Sometimes you're shown, and it seems like with you, you had to do. Your perfect job is to be an artist, a painter. I tried that once, Hendrik, but I realized I needed to eat. I'm not doing that again. All right, but just remember how you felt when you were painting. You, yourself, said that was the best painting you had ever done. When you listen to your heart and follow it, life becomes easier, more joyful, and you discover You can do things you never thought you could do before. Trust me. How do you think I got into this business? He asked. You remember how I used to sell software? I hated going to work every day. I listened to my heart and heard that I was a good connector. I like people, and I like connecting them. I also have a good business acumen and can sell anything. Thus... This opportunity was provided, and I took the leap. Now look at me. I'm number one in my office again this month, and I'm thinking about going out on my own. I would have never dreamed that I could do all that I'm doing now. I heard Hendrick, and I was honestly incredibly happy for him. But I told him again. I tried this once before, and it didn't work. Why would it work now? Evie. This is the last thing I'm going to say. It will work now because you are open to hearing your heart, and if you follow, utterly amazing things will happen. Then he reminded me, Send me your job requirements whenever you want to. Thanks, Hendrick. Don't thank me. Thank yourself. When we hung up, I got up from the floor and hobbled back to the kitchen to get my coffee. As I walked into the living room, I saw my painting again. Could I be a full-time artist? I stood there, reveling in the idea, but then I stamped myself out of it. Wake up, Evie. That was a hard life. You never knew if you could pay the rent or if you had enough money for food. Grandma isn't here anymore. Then I heard my grandfather's words loud and clear. Evie, it's time to grow up and get a job. After breakfast, I threw on some sweats, then went back to cleaning the junk room. Who knew? If I got this cleaned out, I could actually have a home gym. Somehow, I was able to clean out another five boxes before lunch. Damn, I was on a roll. Seriously, how did I get so much stuff? I asked myself again. If it were a different time, I could have had a huge garage sale. Instead, I was separating clothes, household items, and books for donation. Most of the rest would get thrown away. Patting myself on the back, I left the room, knowing I had accomplished a lot today. I could actually see an entire wall now. Tomorrow was garbage day, so I started organizing what I would throw out. I no longer needed that desk chair, so I rolled it down the driveway. When I turned to walk back to the house, a car pulled up. The driver, a young Asian woman, rolled down the window and asked, Excuse me? Are you throwing out that chair? Yes, I am. Does it work? Yes, I just got a new one. This one is perfectly fine. I told her with a smile. May I take it? She asked politely. Of course. Yes! She parked the car and got out. As she walked toward me, she said, I knew something amazing was going to happen to me today when I was told to turn down this street. I asked the Universe last week for a new desk chair, since I'm working from home and my kitchen chair hurts my back. I don't have any extra money to buy one, so this is simply perfect. I looked at her inquisitively. You were told to drive down the street? Yeah, sort of. Don't you ever get that feeling when you just have to do something? I was actually heading in the exact opposite direction. But I felt the need to be on this street, and now I know why. Thank you so much. You have made my day, she exclaimed. No worries, I waved her off. As she put the chair in the car, she said, By the way, my name is Trinity. Thanks again, and have a great day. You as well, I responded as she pulled away from the curb. Then I thought to myself, That was really interesting. I guess more people than I thought believe in that stuff. Climbing the stairs to go back into the house, I saw my next-door neighbor, Sue. That woman was a real piece of work. She was always in everyone's business and believed her poop didn't stink. I could only handle her in small doses. Hey, Evie. How are you doing? I noticed you've been out and about more. Work isn't keeping you busy, she observed. Actually, Sue, I was laid off. Whoa, I couldn't believe I just said that so matter-of-factly. Oh, no, Evie, sorry to hear that. What are you going to do? Just taking my time to figure out my next move. Wow, you seem pretty calm. I would be freaking out. I can't imagine not having a job. I check my bank account every week as it is. Not having money coming in would put me into a tailspin. She carried on. Well, good luck. I hope you find something soon. Thanks, I think. Back inside the house, I felt proud of myself that I'd been able to talk about being laid off without feeling ashamed. However, now I felt compelled to check my bank account. I logged on through my phone and sat on the floor. I thought I had more savings than that. I started to freak a little, thinking, I need to get my information over to Hendrick by the end of the week. Now, depressed, I collected the rest of the stuff that I was going to throw out, then brought it to the curb. The room looked great now, changing my mood again to one of accomplishment. i had forgotten how much sunshine the room received through this nice big window. Such a wonderful view. I stacked the remaining boxes in the corner, thinking I would deal with them tomorrow. It was really nice having this extra time to do things that I had been needing to do. Unfortunately, it also gave me the time to think, and I had to admit that since I had talked to Sue, my financial situation worried me more. If I created a budget and cut back, I could probably squeeze out an extra couple of months, paying a mortgage for a property that I wouldn't be able to visit until who knew when was giving me, Agita. Reminder, when you listen to your heart and follow it, life becomes easier, more joyful, and you discover you can do things you never thought you could do before.